welcome back to What the HR Podcast. I'm Jesse Novi, an HR business partner with CH Robinson. And I'm Mike Tool, HR technology consultant with SAP SuccessFactors. Welcome back to another episode of What the HR. Today, we're joined by Josh Schweedy, the co-founder of Spotlife. With a passion for building high-growth organizations, Josh has been building and leading teams and strategies to support fast-growing venture-backed companies in the talent and HR technology space for over two decades. His experience at brands like HireRight, HireVue, QSocial, and the Marcus Buckingham Company helped prepare him for his most exciting mission yet, which is co-founding his own work technology platform, which is Spotlife. Spotlife is tackling a very human problem, which is helping people and organizations combat burnout. So today we're talking um, on exactly that topic, um, how Spotlife is really solving problems for organizations and really allowing organizations to help their people live their best life, combat burnout, and have really good work and life balance. We hope you love this episode as much as we did. As always, if you're loving our guests and our guest topics, please head out to your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a rating and review. Those rating and reviews really help to ensure that the What the HR podcast is getting in front of other HR professionals and business leaders that would benefit from hearing about our awesome topics and from our incredible guests. Again, hope you enjoy the topic and um, enjoy hearing from Josh today and happy listening. All right, Josh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Easy way of getting started. Can you tell our audience who you are, what Spotlife is, what it does, and then uh, we'll jump into some of the research you've done on on burnout and then talk more about Spotlife? Yeah, my name is Josh Schwady, um, co-founder, CEO of Spotlife. I've been in the HR tech space for Almost 20 years, I've kind of done it all from kind of the beginning of the recruiting funnel all the way on the backside of talent management and learning. Um, but this is this is a, a project that I'm we're super passionate about. A team of us got together to talk about what was actually happening in the workplace back in 2021 early. And um, and we've through hundreds of conversations and doing a bunch of research, Spotlife was the ultimate product that we we built. Think of us as kind of like a check engine light in your car, but for burnout. And today, uh, individuals don't really have a way to recognize burnout, even though they're experiencing it. That's not just about working tons of hours, but it's also like I could might not be a great fit for a job. I might have other things that are happening in my life. And the flip side is companies don't have great data around this, right? So through engagement surveys, pulse surveys, they're mostly asking work-related questions. But as humans, we all have this harmony of work life and self-care that we all try and make work. And it's sometimes it's a struggle. And so we wanted to build something day one for people from the ground up versus kind of most HR tech, no offense, somebody is built for executives and leaders. And so like, what if we could build something for people that like talk to them all mm-hmm. the time? Like what would be the data possibilities? So we just launched the product in July. We were rolling out our first customers, which is exciting. Um, we just got out of uh, the HR technology conference and won this uh, competition called Pitch Fest, which is like Shark Tank. 100 companies applied. Um, so we did a couple rounds of pitching and one, which is cool. I got to carry a really big check through the airport on the way home. That was funny. Um, and yeah, it's just not just me though. There's a whole team uh, here at Spotlife and then our investors and our advisors. And there's really a mission that we're on, which is helping people lead higher quality lives. Like that's what we want to do. And we believe that 
there's plenty of research that's out there where it says, hey, a more engaged employer is, employee is happier and higher performing. Uh, we just want to take a new lens on that and see if we can impact that in a, in a steeper curve way and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, and I do want to get into more of how you know Spotlight helps with some of that burnout. You know, you mentioned the check engine light, but before that, uh, so I was at HR Tech, and we also did you know an episode. We talked about how Spotlight had won that. That's how we all got connected. I'm curious from your perspective, why do you think you won that pitch fest? Because there were a lot of companies out there that do a lot yeah, of cool yeah. things, and I'm just curious, you know, what you like. Why did it resonate so well, do you think, with the HR community out there? Yeah, so I love this question because I watched our, our actual booth. We had a booth at the conference that was right in front of the Pitch Fest Theater. So I saw most of the pitches. And I think we won because we were talking about something that everybody was experiencing before 2020. Everybody was tired and kind of over-rotated on work and burnt out. And as, as us in the Americas, we tend to prioritize work over life, or sometimes we associate our identity with work. And um, I've got friends in Europe. I've managed teams over in Europe at other companies. They don't do that, right? They prioritize life over work consistently, and they shut off. They, they are serious about their vacation. And I think people you know, slowed down in 2020 and just said, wait a minute, if, if COVID or this pandemic's happening and everything can kind of be taken away from me so fast, they all slowed down and had a forced pause and took an inventory of themselves. Like if they had a manager that they didn't trust, if they worked in a toxic culture, if they weren't sure about their CEO, they're like, why am I spending my calories on this? So that kind of led to the whole great resignation, et cetera. But the reality is there is science that exists and it exists for decades that shows when you consistently prioritize work over your own life, you're literally taking time off the back end of your life. This is science. Like it exists. It's research. And I don't know why more people aren't talking about that. Right. Mm. Um, there's, there's been books that are written, right? I mean, there's as, as a generation, like as humans, and let's call it kind of the knowledge worker age that we've experienced maybe the past 30 years. We are socially conditioned to believe that we're never doing enough, right? And that rest is completely lazy, but we bring that like belief with us to work and it's really dangerous, right? So people are neglecting their own livelihoods that impacts teams that you're on. So like voluntary attrition and burnout are costing companies billions and billions and billions of dollars, but it's also hurting us personally. So your question of like, why do we win? All, you take all that data into account. That's kind of what I was presenting along mm-hmm. with some other things. And all I saw like was big time head nods. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And I didn't really see that from other people during other pitches. So we were kind of talking to people at a human level of what they're experiencing, right? When when things happen to you in life, it impacts work. When things happen to you with your own self-care, it impacts work. Those are all tied together. Mm-hmm. So I think we're just talking about something that everybody already feels. And I mean, we built Spotlight because we've had hundreds of conversations and did this research. So I'm not surprised that we resonated. I was surprised that we won because there's great companies that were there, but I'm not surprised that we got a lot of head nods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And burnout, engagement, how engagement leads to productivity and you know, happier people, happier customers, like that's not necessarily new. And I'm curious, there are a lot of companies in the space that would consider consider themselves in the engagement space. So uh, also curious, you know, just kind of, because I love HR tech, 
where Spotlight maybe fills a gap where those other companies don't? Like, how are you helping employees with that burnout differently than maybe things that other solutions out there? Yeah. So I've I've worked for providers that provide engagement solutions, but more importantly, I've been a leader of teams where I get I get engagement survey data. And so they, those typically come in two forms. One is an annual engagement survey that's more traditional. We're going to ask a ton of questions of our workforce and kind of see how they're doing. The problem with that is those surveys happen at a point and then they get collected and then you slice and dice the data. And by the time you're actually making the changes based on what your workforce said, like it's already outdated, right? So that's kind of why pulse surveys popped up, which is say we can do the annual survey, but we need more frequent interaction with our employees. So they'll ask, you know, monthly or quarterly pulse questions. And sometimes it's just one question. Sometimes it's a couple questions, but again, you're kind of outdated, right? With the work. And, and, and there's one thing I want to point out is trust is at an all time low, not just in a corporate, but like in the world, like Edelman PR, they do this big global survey every year. They call it a trust index and it's not good. So I don't know if you can trust what what's in that data. And the other problem is it's all work questions. You're only asking questions to people about what's happening in their work world. But as we all know, there's more to us as humans than just the amount of calories we spend on work. So you don't really understand the whole human. So this is very evident, right? We've got companies that are talking to us who are using a, a survey tool called employee NPS, right? This is employee net promoter score. Would I recommend this workplace or this culture to my friends? And their scores are going down. And they're, they're falling down significantly. And they're like, well, I asked them, why is that happening? And they're like, we don't know. I said, well, what kind of questions are you asking? Are you asking just work-related questions? Yeah, we're probably asking work-related questions. I'm like, well, then do you really know your people? And the interesting thing, Jess and Michael, is that like great managers over the years, the best, think about your, I want everybody on this call, think about like your favorite manager you've ever had, right? And that, that probably pops in your head really quick because unfortunately they're far and few between. They probably were coaching you not just at work, but they were understanding you as a whole person and they were asking you questions about outside of work. And then sometimes that might be taboo in cultures, but like great managers understand if life's not working, your work's not working for you. So it's all interconnected together. So we believe, you know, just through all this research that exists and, you know, the way we designed this product from the ground up for the people first and trust based. So nobody's going to see what's going on with me individually. You're going to get more accurate data and it's weekly and it's more real time. So companies can act on it faster. Mm-hmm. Is is the research you guys have done on this, is this available to everyone? Yeah. So a couple things. So we did, we did a research report um, called burning out um, and you can find that on our website. Um, and also the, like you could actually go to the URL right now and maybe you can, um, talk about this later, but it's www.thespotlife.com. So spotlight is spelled with a Y, thespotlife.com slash research dash report. But if you just Google like Spotlight Research or Scott Life Bring Out, it'll come up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got that. It's it's not like a research paper. It's more like a PowerPoint kind of 50 slides. But the cool thing about it is it talks about what burnout is. And it's got a lot of people have misconceptions about burnout, right? It's not just about Hey, I'm burning out because I'm working lots of hours. Sometimes you're burning out because you're working on stuff that doesn't fulfill you, right? Or you're not a great fit for that job. Or you've got other things that are happening outside of work that are just pulling at you, right? So that we talk about what burnout is and what it isn't. 
Um, we talk about some statistics on how bad the problem is. And then we get into suggestions, real life suggestions of things that you could do um, as a leader or as a workforce to, to make changes in your workforce times burning out. There's also a recorded webinar. So we, uh, we co-opted the white paper with Dr. Britt Andreata. She's our chief science advisor. Um, she spent a long time at LinkedIn learning, doing some really cool work. And now she has a consulting company around manager training and culture and stuff. And so Britt's amazing. She speaks at big conferences and gets big audiences. And so she co-wrote this with us. So it's not just Spotlight's marketing point of view. Like we've actually got it rooted mm -hmm. um, in some science here, which is interesting. Yeah, you mentioned that burnout isn't what people think. And I think of it in the same manner. Like I, I think sometimes people aren't motivated or they're just they're not feeling the same as maybe they were a year ago and they maybe assume it's burnout or they're working too hard. But I'm, I'm curious, like within Spotlight, if you guys have identified few, like some of the main causes of burnout that would affect that NPS score, you know what I'm asking there? It's yeah. What is it a bad manager? Is it, I do it's all, know, it's work all too many it. hours, right? It's all, it's all of it. I think, but the key is why we developed the solution is we don't think we're going to be the like magic pill for burnout. But what we do is we drive immediate self-awareness around what's happening with you, right? So on a, on a weekly basis, I don't want to get into the sales pitch too much, but like what we do is we ask you every Monday or Sunday or whenever you want to do it, we ask you how fulfilled you are across work, across life and across self-care. And so it's like a, you know, it's a ring. It's a zero to 100. How fulfilled are you? That, that we chose that word carefully because fulfillment drives engagement. It drives performance. It drives health, right? So a lot of times people work really hard, but it's not fulfilling work. Mm -hmm. So, so now, because we asked the question this way and we're having people self-report the data and they're really thinking about what's happening to me at work and career, what's happening with life, which is um, family, friends, social, kind of all that stuff. And then self-care, which is not just physical wellness but it's the super important mental wellness. It's financial wellness. It's my hobbies. It's, it's my spiritual wellness, right? So now we've got self-awareness. It's my data. I can look at it. I can see my trends that are happening week over week over week. And if I trust my boss, I can share that with them. And we really try and encourage that. But we also understand some people aren't really in trusting relationships and you don't really want to talk about my own self-care, how my rings mm -hmm. might be really low there, right? But um, so that what we're, what we can do with burnout is we can create self-awareness really quick. I'm like, wow, I've got to answer a question every week about how fulfilled am I? And that's pretty powerful, right? So now I know I can start and I can tell you, having used the product after about three or four weeks, this China just gets ingrained in your brain and you start to make decisions on a daily basis. I'm like, how would this decision impact my rings? Mm -hmm. How is it going to how is it going to impact my work fulfillment, my life fulfillment, my self-care fulfillment? So I I love what the focus area is, but I also could see employers like eyes getting big and being like, oh my gosh, this opens up Pandora's box for us, right? Because it now puts us in a position where we have to have people leaders who are really good at being able to have these conversations and having them in the right way so that they are actually impactful. There also might be some, some leaders and or people in HR that are like, ooh, does this open us up to risk? Because now employees are sharing medical information with us or other personal information, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm curious, um, is Spotlight also providing 
resources for those types of situations? Or is it more here, we're providing you the template, but you know, it's not our responsibility necessarily to change your culture. Like you have to, you have to be committed and interested in this. And then your leadership team has to sort of, um, start walking the walk and talking the talk so that that culture kind of cascades through the rest of the leadership within the organization. Yeah. So listen, we're, we know we're not for every culture right now, but as a growing new company, like we don't have to sell to everybody. We want, we want to work with the companies at this stage that are like, yeah, no, we got to, we want to put our money where our mouth is. So a couple of things to unpack with that, Jess. One, we literally have CEOs or the chief people officer stand up in front of the company and say, listen, we get the intersection of work and life and how this all works together. And we know you can't be great at work if other things are impacting it. So we want you to become more self-aware about that. And we'd love for you to have conversations about that too with people that you trust in the company. So we're buying this for you. We want you to become more aware of this. And you know, a lot of times these companies have, they have other, we call them like people stack type tools. They've, they've bought outside of the EAP, they bought some wellness tools or maybe some mental health tools. So what this can do is kind of be a front door to those things, right? So I think we can make all the other investments and whatever you're doing for your people or your benefits even more valuable because now we've kind of got a starting point to where I can figure out as an employee what I actually need some help with, right? If I'm trending in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, the magic happens in the conversation with managers, but guess what? Without Spotlight, managers are still having one-on-ones, right? And I want everybody on this podcast to think about who's somebody that you've either worked with or worked for, or has been on your team who has walked out the door and you didn't want them to walk out the door. Like that's one of the problems we're trying to solve for is people leave because they become disengaged, they're burnout or whatever. We want to be that check engine light. We want to be that early warning signal. We want to be that way to have the conversation in the one-on-one about what's actually happening with this person before they leave. It's so expensive when great people walk out the door. So yeah, is there is there risk? We don't believe there's risk because we're not we're not capturing we're capturing data, right? That's self-reported by the employee. Nobody sees their specific information unless they choose to share it, but we do anonymize it in a way that de-risks everything for the employee and for the company. And if the company's already buying, you know, wellness and mental health type tools for the people they care about in the first place, so they've got the support systems there, we can just be a way to start to find a way to get to those, right? Yeah. So um, we just, we're, we built this from the ground up to be drop dead simple because we know people don't want, oh no, not another complex work app to use. Oh no, not another HR app to use. that doesn't provide me value. No offense. Right. I've, and I've, I've worked for some of those places, right? Yeah. So like, here's something really simple. That's built for me from day one, where I can get a little bit better week over week over week. So would you say that Spotlight could replace a listening strategy or would you still suggest that listening strategies stay intact and that spot spot life is a supplement to it while also maybe piggybacking on a comment that you had made earlier around questions and listening strategies tend to be really um, work focused and not life or personal focused. So if you, if you do suggest that listening strategies do stay intact, maybe reviewing and or reconsidering those questions that are asked in addition to um, supplementing with spot life. Yeah. So back to our mission, we just want people to lead higher quality lives. Like that's why we wake up every day. I would say you keep all your strategies in place. We're another data source. And the good news is we're collecting data that the companies don't have today. They don't have information about how people are feeling outside of work. 
And so I would say if you're doing listening through an annual survey or pulse survey, keep that data and then get that spot life data. And then let's collaborate it or let's correlate it together and let's see what kind of insights and trends that we can get. So I think any listening is good listening, but it'll be, it'll be pretty interesting because I think going back to that trust thing, sometimes I think people just go through the motions because the trust is low. Like from day one with Spotlight, they know that the, the data is protected. They see an end user agreement. So they know that it's theirs um, unless they choose to share it with somebody. And they do know that it gets anonymized. So we don't see that Josh Schwede scored this on this date or is setting this intention in Spotlight for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- what we do do is we we aggregate it, but that's, that's benefiting the employee, right? We want to drive awareness. So one of the things that's interesting is... We have, we're, we're finishing up our global insights dashboard, which will show the company trend and signaling data. And I think what we're going to do is we're actually going to make that available to everybody in the company as a way to shine a light on what's really happening as a culture, right? Hmm. So I think, I think the old world might've been like, let's hide this just for the admins. And so they can be in the back room and they can slice and dice the data. Like one of the cool things that Glassdoor did is they, they put the CEO rating out there for everybody to see, right? The company rating for everybody to see. And that created a lot of goodness and good conversations. And so I think you're going to see us add that dashboard um, if, if we have our way, like put it out so everybody in the company can kind of see like, how's the workforce trending on life? How's the workforce trending on self-care? How are they trending on work? How fulfilled they are? And that just opens up the dialogue that matters, right? The magic happens, Jesse asked about managers. We do train the managers on the questions to ask, right? We train them on what happens if your employee doesn't share their information with you. What happens if they do? But listen, if your if your managers aren't having conversation with their people about what's going on, especially in today's new kind of remote hybrid new world of work, like people aren't going to stick around. So mm-hmm. we we believe we can provide that framework for a safe place for people to be like, hey, listen, I don't really want to tell you what's going on in my life, but my my spot life life pulse rings right now are not good. They're not. I just had it yesterday with one of my team members, and. I wasn't having a great day either. So we kind of mutually were like sharing empathetic conversations about what's actually happening to us, you know, in a way that doesn't divulge like the personal sensitive stuff that you might not want to share. I think that global dashboard idea would be amazing as an employee. I'm thinking about even driving adoption. That's always one of the hardest things with any technology is to drive user adoption. And the fact that everybody can see those statistics, I think, would increase user adoption big time because they they know exactly where that information is going and who it's serving. So that's just kind of a statement. I think that's an awesome idea. I hope you win that battle. Um, <clears throat> then the other thing is, you had mentioned that Spotlight would be more of kind of a front door. So there's all these wellness programs and benefits that companies offer. And Jess, you can jump and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like from me talking to my customers is utilization of those benefits isn't what we would all like to see, <clears throat> whether that's hard to gain, get the information or we're lacking a front door to it. And I think what you mentioned kind of being that front door makes sense. My question is, do, have you done anything where if I answer a certain way or my sentiment is a certain way that it can connect and recommend those resources automatically? Yeah. You're skating to where we're going to be, right? Like, okay. um, we're not there yet. Like I said, the product just went live in July, but yeah, what we'd like to do is based on how you're turning your rings and how fulfilled you are to maybe um, the next step in the product right after that is you set an intention for the week. So it's not a goal. It's not an OKR. It's just like, Hey, what's one general behavior I want to work on Monday through Friday or Saturday. 
And what we want to do is based on your answer that we might suggest some intentions for that. And then over time, what we'll do is we'll have a, a library of content where you can go get better at something. But think about the company that maybe is already invested in those wellness tools, like, right? So you've got like coaching tools out there, like BetterUp, right? Or mental health platforms like Modern Health or financial wellness platforms like Origin Financial. So in each of those scenarios, you, you might go meet with a BetterUp coach. You might go meet with a Modern Health therapist. You might go meet with the Origin Financial Planner and you come up with conversations and strategies and they got to do something. Well, Spotlight can be like where you change your behavior. You come back to Spotlight, it's like, oh, I got to set my intention for this week. Well, based on what my therapist told me, I got to work on this thing this week at a bare minimum. So now I've got a place to be able to do that. So I think we can totally drive adoption there. And I think the other thing, especially if you're at bigger companies, you just don't know where these benefits are. Like sometimes corporate intranets are really hard to, to navigate, or I don't have the self-awareness to know that I actually have a problem in the first place. So that's mm-hmm. where I think we, that's why we built it super simple. It's like, let's collect that false weekly. And then, you know, when we do rollouts with customers, it's like, they say, hey, well, we're getting you spotlight, but as a reminder, here's everything else that we provide for you too. And here's how they can kind of work together. So if you're having a week and answer questions this way, remember you've got this. And so, um, so some companies are like embedding us kind of in like their portal for other benefits that they've got. Yep. So before we wrap, Josh, I want to ask, you know, other people that agree with the mission or what they've heard today, like how can people get involved with, I guess I call it the movement or the mission that Spotlight is going for? Uh, yeah, I appreciate the question. So there's, there's, we've had a lot of people lining up. We've had consultants, we've had advisors, you know, they believe that this is like not about the future of work. This is actually about the future of living, how we live. And so we've had a lot of people raise their hands. Um, so, you know, I will just tell you why we're, why we're passionate about this. It's actually a soft spot for us. We've, we've been in the space for a long time, as I mentioned, and we've got really good friends from over the years who have been customers at other places, people who are in the talent profession, like Jess, right. It could be in a variety of HR roles and they're leaving. It's been, they've, they have had a lot to navigate from 2019 to 2020 to 2022. There's been a lot of issues that have arisen. Um, a lot of them are kind of out of control, right? But there, there are issues where the workforce is looking to HR for solutions, whether it's COVID or return to work or the Supreme Court decision. And that, that hurts, right? And I, I feel like, you know, when I was at PitchFest, I, I did a huge call out to everybody in the room. There's hundreds of vendors there. I'm like, who are we as an industry? Like, if we can't take care of our own people, especially our HR folks who are essentially the first responders in the workplace, what are we doing? Like, how do we go market our solutions out there if we're not even taking, like we should be our own best practices for workplace culture, right? Mm-hmm. And burnout. And so, um, yeah, I don't want to see any more people leave that that feel like they're forced to leave similar to how teachers are leaving and similar to how healthcare workers just can't keep up anymore because they're just, they're just tired and burned out. And so if you want to help us out, we cannot do this alone. Like hear this loud and clear. Like it's not going to be just the team here. We need other people to help us out. So um, we've got to join the movement link on our website. It's down at the bottom of the page. So if you go to spotlife.com and spotlife is spelled S-P-O-T-L-Y-F-E, there'll be a newsletter. We send it out like once a month, but we talk about different ways that you can help with us um, to get the word out, to, to, to have conversations in your workplace about like some companies have unlimited vacation policies, which are great, but they go unused, right? So why not introduce a minimum PTO policy where you have to take a minimum amount of vacation because 
you know, executives realize like back to burnout, it's like, I need you recharged, right? So you'll find things like that also in that research paper that I mentioned of different things that you can take back to your desk on Monday or Tuesday. So I would just say, just if you're interested and you want to see your workplace do something like this, you want to just help us get the word out on social. You just want to give us great ideas of things we could be doing. And and we've had a lot of confidential conversations with people who are like, I got to tell you about what's happening in my workplace. I can't have my name tied to it or how I, I left this company or I lost this job. We just want to shine shine spotlights on all kinds of information, but we can't do it ourselves. So please join our movement um, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd be grateful. So how, how can people, and we'll put the links to all, everything that you mentioned right in the show notes, but yeah. how can people get in touch with you, Josh? I know they know how to get to Spotlight, but can they connect with you on social media, maybe follow you for some of the content that you post? Yeah, please, please. I think the best way is just LinkedIn. Like that's primarily mm-hmm. what I'm using. Um, I just haven't been as active on Twitter. Um, when you try and start a company, you have to pick and choose your battles. And I think we've got great spotlight content on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but I'm, I'm most active on LinkedIn and I'll, I'll listen to anybody. I'll talk to anybody. Um, if they're truly passionate about helping us, um, it's not just spotlight, but it's just like, how do we help each other live higher quality lives? How do we train managers to be better? You know, how do we you know, get rid of these toxic hustle cultures, which have been proven to not be productive for anybody mm-hmm. and just start to live life, right? When we live life, we become more fulfilled. When we're fulfilled, we're better at work. So it's really a simple equation. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, Josh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, super excited for what you guys have done so far and excited to watch you, you know, grow Spotlight. So again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. This is, this is great. I love that you're doing the podcast and I'll be listening from now on. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the HR. If you want to hear more episodes like this, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever platform you're listening through now. If you enjoyed the podcast, do us a favor and share with your network, your boss, or your CEO. Help us get this podcast in front of anyone who wants to know what HR looks like when done well. Also, if you have any questions for show topics or people you'd like us to interview, please email Mike and I at podcast at tcsherm.org. That's podcast at tcsherm.org. If you want to find out more about Twin City Sherm or our upcoming events, please visit our website at tcsherm.org. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And finally, if you're not already a member of Twin City Sherm, Please use code WHATTHEHR at checkout to receive $20 off your membership. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode.